You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Good morning, and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we're so glad that you've tuned in today. We welcome all of you who are on our radio uh, channel, WNDZ 750 AM here in Chicago, as well as those who have joined through the live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. Today's show is about Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Pro Program. And Catholic Charities, for over 40 years, has been helping over 200 refugees a year. We greet them right when they arrive in Chicago, assist them with housing, employment, uh, helping their children get into schools if they have children, and then we also help them with all the other adjustments that come when you are starting over in a city or a, a new city or a new uh, country. Uh, Catholic Charities also assist our refugees uh, who are overcoming persecution in their home countries. It's quite a trauma that they've experienced, and so Catholic Charities is aware of that and tries to assist in every way that we can. We've all seen the anguish on the faces of the Afghanistan refugees uh, over the last few days in the news, and so they are particularly in our minds this morning. Our guest today is Elmita Kulovich, who is Catholic Charities Director of our Re Refugee Resettlement Program. And we're so delighted to have her here today to talk about the status of the program this summer. Welcome, Elma. Good morning. So glad Thank you're you here. Um, can you uh, please share with our audience, what are the biggest concerns of, of our refugee clients this summer? As you know, in addition to many different concerns that uh, refugees have after arrival to this country, uh, COVID pandemic is one of the uh, issues as well that our clients are uh, facing. Uh, it's really challenging to uh, welcome ref refugees during the pandemic because many um, services were uh, working and still working remotely. So this is the challenge that together with us, our clients are uh, facing during the last uh, 18 months or two years. And so the, our, of our current clients, can you share with our audience what are some of the countries that they have arrived from and some of the situations that they fled? So so currently, for example, in month in August, actually, we are uh, welcome, we're going to welcome four uh, cases. And all those four cases are from different countries. So we're going to Actually, in two days, we are welcoming case of Syria. This is case of five single mother, uh, case of four single mother with three children. Uh, she's reuniting with her sister after who knows how many years. And it's really amazing, you know, to see 
uh, how sister is happy that finally they're going to meet and reunite. It's, it's amazing. And we are already have established a partner for them, furnished a partner, so we are ready to welcome them. We are expecting case of uh, two brother and sister from Sudan uh, who are entering country in Ethiopia after spending oh, many years in Ethiopian refugee camp. Um, then another case will be case of uh, Iraqi uh, uh, family uh, with three children. They should come on 25th. And recently, last year, uh, last week, we welcome a uh, uh, Iraqi woman, a single Iraqi woman. So it's like a lot of uh, varieties, uh, uh, countries that we work with. Um, majority are, uh, as I said, like, you know, it's going to be Syria, Burma, um, Congo. We, of course, we are expecting uh, to serve people from uh, from Afghanistan. So basically, uh, it's really hard now for we, we already have uh, some clients from Afghanistan, the people who used to work with United States, who got their special immigrant visa. We welcome them in recent months or recent years. And uh, it's hard to imagine really what those people are going through and how many phone calls I have from loved ones here asking me how they could bring them, could we help to for those people to get a visa and to go to safety. So it's really heartbreaking. And I know that there's so many unknowns about the Afghan situation right now, Elma, but uh, in a perfect world, if things go well, those who want to leave uh, Afghanistan, what would be the process for them applying for uh, asylum in the United States? They go to their embassy and then our embassy steps in to review their cases. Can you, can you share a little bit with the audience about the steps that someone goes through you know, to try to leave their, their country and arrive in the United States, and particularly the Afghan refugees right now? Yeah, I wish, you know, that the, for Afghanist refugees is going to be really uh, challenging. I think, like, in general, a refugee resettlement program is really long process. It takes, like, 12 different steps for somebody who to enter the United States, starting for United Nations, you apply first for resettlement. Uh, usually, such a refugees are already outside of their country. Let's say Afghanis hope is that they're going to go to Turkey. And, uh, and the tour from Turkey, they're going to start processing uh, to resettlement for another country. One of those countries will be the United States. Uh, and then from this such a long process, eventually they're going to come here. So basically everything started with United Nations, then United States State Department. They take over the cases and start different uh, uh, background checks, uh, interviewing processes. And after this such a long process, Eventually, those cases will be assigned to uh, one of the nine uh, national agencies who are providing resettlement services for refugees. Uh, our national office is United States Catholic Conference of Bishops, and we do have a contract with United States Catholic Conference of Bishops. According to the contract, they're going to start assigning cases to, to us, and from there, we're going to wait for their arrivals and start uh, welcoming them. Uh, in, uh, International Office of Migration is uh, providing uh, traveling and scheduling uh, uh, travel for those for such a cases. 
And I was reading yesterday that oftentimes um, Afghan refugees uh, head to Pakistan first, but they're unable to do that in this case because of COVID concerns. The Pakistani restrictions are much more rigid than they had been in the past. Um, and so, you know, the process is obviously even more challenging than before, but hopefully those steps that you just itemized, you know, can be expedited in some cases to just uh, get those people to safety. Um, we're going to take a quick break here on The Voice of Charity, and when we're back, we'd love to continue our discussion with you, Alma, and hear more about our current refugee clients here in Chicago. Please stay tuned. Thank you. have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. Back to the Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and I'm delighted to be here today with Almida Kulovich, Catholic Charities Director of our Re Refugee Re Resettlement Program. 
And before the break, Alma, you were talking about the new clients that you're about to greet here in Chicago. Um, can you share with our audience, I know you mentioned that you've got housing set up and probably school uh, are ready to receive the children who are coming, but what is the basic process beyond those fundamentals that you go through to help people acclimate to life in Chicago? Before I respond to that question, let me just tell you about a special immigrants visa. So basically, just to about Afghanis refugees going back to Afghan, Afghanistan, that uh, actually a United States government is planning to bring uh, more than 20,000 uh, uh, Afghanis who did help uh, United States government during those 20 years, interpreted for them or uh, assist with other uh, uh, works. So I hope uh, that this in this process it will be really much faster, and they're gonna have already some people are in United States and processing is doing working uh, is uh, that will be done in uh, Virginia. Um, so basically, after this process, we're gonna get more Afghani uh, refugees. But the biggest concerns are refugees who Afghanis who don't who didn't work in United States and they don't have option to uh, leave country so fast. Yes, so uh, we, we just need to hope and pray for those people that they're going to uh, reach safety. And, you know, and one of such a, such a cases we are expecting on 25th. So this is Afghani case with a special, special immigrant visa. This is the man who did work with United States and assist during the, the years. And he was fortunate one who was able to uh, escape uh, prior uh, all this new and the development in Afghanistan, he was able to uh, escape with his family. So basically, we found an apartment for this family, a furniture apartment. Uh, we're going to go to airport to pick the family up, a welcome family. And then that they have children. So like, like you said, a comprehensive case management will start from that moment. Uh, comprehensive case management actually start prior refugee arrivals. We schedule their health screening. We do um, uh, apply for social security number for those uh, clients, enroll them in ESL classes, um, enroll kids in school. Uh, we will see, we don't know yet, <laughs> this is, the, you know, it's also unknown, are they going to be school in person or virtual, but during the uh, those last two years, we did have a, a, our kids were virtual, uh, attended virtual school. So it's a lot of uh, different uh, services that we provide, employment services, as, as the goal of this program is self-sufficiency. So as soon as the clients arrive to this country, if they are uh, healthy and don't have any uh, medical uh, uh, challenges, uh, we start looking for jobs for them. Like, you know, usually those jobs are survival jobs. Uh, people start working and uh, paying their bills. So we call those jobs survival jobs. And then after about six months or a year, uh, because we do serve clients up to five years since arrivals, and then we are there from, for them to help them with job upgrades and to uh, be uh, or to get uh, uh, enrolled in some vocational training so that they could eventually get better skill and the uh, uh, opportunity for better paid jobs is uh, available for them. I have such great respect for what you do, Alma, because you truly take each situation as it's the only one, as if it's the only one that uh, you've ever, you know, handled. And um, they can be very complex with language barriers um, and with, as we said at the top of the show, the trauma, uh, the level of trauma that these uh, refugees have experienced. You know, when you meet them, it probably takes a little while for you to uh, ascertain uh, what level of trauma they've experienced and how capable they are of emerging out of it. Am I right? 
Sure, absolutely, you are right. Uh, every case has a case manager assigned. Uh, currently, we are operating with one case manager and then uh, employment counselor, and then with case, let's say, my case aid. And uh, we have a, such a great collaboration with the, with other uh, stakeholders within city, working with uh, them. Uh, we don't provide ESL classes. Uh, we refer our clients to uh, one of uh, other uh, ESL providers. Work with uh, medical clinics, uh, mental health clinics uh, to help refugees. With Catholic charities, uh, uh, counseling uh, services. So it's like really, this program is really comprehensive, but to, to welcome refugee and have a focus on case on case basis and make sure that they are integration into this community and uh, uh, success uh, will be done and could be done only with all of us working together and with our refugee families, which I always, uh, of course, respect because I think that uh, I always admire uh, each of them who had the strength to come to this country and courage and to start all over again. It's really, it's not a simple process to come somewhere in new culture, new language and everything, but they did have a courage to, to, to do so. Well, we are a nation of immigrants. We've been that way since we were founded. And so it's like your work personifies that. We welcome you. We want to help you get established here in the United States. So we're going to take another quick break here on The Voice of Charity and look forward to continue our discussion with Almita Kulovich right after this break. much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before.
Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we're so fortunate to have with us today Elmita Kulovich, who is Catholic Charities Director of our Refugee Resettlement Program. And uh, Elma, before the break, we were talking about the many ways that you help refugees adjust to life in Chicago and in the United States. Um, can you elaborate a little bit on the different Catholic Charities service areas that you work with to uh, help make those adjustments possible? Yeah, I mean, we are fortunate in this refugee settlement program that we are part of such a, a, a large Catholic Charities umbrella offering so many different services. Uh, this program was established 45 years ago in Catholic Charities, and ever since we welcome more than 10,000 refugees. And we are really fortunate that we could, for example, Junior Board uh, is helping us um, to welcome refugees to celebrate Thanksgivings. Uh, we hope that uh, we, we will go back to these in-person celebrations. Uh, I'm optimistic about that. Um, emergency assistance programs uh, assist us with, uh, if needed, uh, clothing, um, uh, rental assistance for assistance, financial assistance for utilities. Um, it's a lot of different things like volunteers, like volunteer program is huge. Uh, to run this program with such a, a small staff and uh, really would be impossible to run this and welcome refugees and provide quality service without assistance from uh, community and uh, volunteers. So volunteers are really like crucial uh, in addition to dedicated resettlement staff. So we work with many volunteers and many of them come through volunteer services from Catholic Charities. And then who are some of your community partners that you work with? When you mentioned the health screenings earlier, um, there's certain, you know, doctors and, and uh, dentists and nurses and, you know, uh, aides who are willing to give their time to uh, come and, and just even do a basic health exam, health screening, or, or identify emergency health issues, right, with the refugee clients? Sure, we work with many. Uh, we are fortunate, first of all, that Chicago is such a welcoming city for refugees and for immigrants. We are fortunate about that. And so many social services available, so many uh, uh, resources. So the, our goal is always, my goal is always to use what is available within community instead of reinventing wheels. So we work with Lara, with Refugee One Agency. They provide ESL. They, they have resettlement services, but as well, they have ESL classes. So we enrolled our children to English classes uh, with them. We work with many uh, mutual aid associations, uh, many, many cultural centers, uh, and um, you know, celebrating different events, uh, assisting uh, clients in, in uh, welcome, uh, getting uh, additional skills. For example, Heart and Alliance Agency, they do have a hospitality classes. Uh, uh, so with, uh, when our clients, when they graduate from hospitality uh, training, they got jobs in the hotel industry and they get paid, their starting wage is like $20 per hour. So it's such a great uh, collaborative effort from all of us to help uh, refugees to become um, not just financially, so but self-sufficient and integrated in this community. And I know that you said that um, you normally stay with a family uh, for up to five years while they adjust life here in Chicago. And then many of them actually go on to mentor new families, don't they? Offering them ideas and suggestions about how they help their children act acclimate to school or help the women get involved in um, different community activities. Um, is, isn't that ac accurate that some of the families that you've helped get established want to do the same for new families coming? Sure, you know, especially if they don't have a language barrier, if they are from the same uh, uh, country. So 
so they help each other. We have a, a one of our uh, responsibility is when we pick up case from airport to have for them ready to eat food, ethnic ready to eat food. So often we have a situation that our cases and clients who enter country prior cook for our uh, uh, new case. So they always offer uh, help with that. Uh, we actually in our program, we have a, a staff that they were former refugees. So they are really uh, fortunate and willing to give back to community. I was one of the uh, them, like, you know, three years ago, I entered country as a refugee. Um, and it, for me, it's also hard to to see those scenes in Afghanistan and Kabul because I did experience that um, such escape. So it's really hard. We do have a currently also some Burmese refugee who is working uh, with us and welcoming Burmese. So it is uh, 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 amazing how refugee community is helping each other as well. I agree. Uh, I read statistics as many as 60,000 Afghan uh, refugees uh, could be seeking, you know, uh, freedom as quickly as possible. And as you said, many of them serve the United States faithfully as translators or as, uh, you know, staff employees at our embassy. And then, you know, not only do you have those people, but also all their family members. So as, as we said at the top of the show, it's such a crisis at this moment. And it sounds like you're continually getting updates on how the U.S. State Department is going to be stepping up to try to expedite um, some of the assistance to help people flee um, the, the terror that they're under right now. Is that is that true? It seems like you're sure. almost getting, you know, uh, hourly updates. Yes, yeah, sure, sure. We are working on this and basically uh, when cases are ready to travel uh, and approve to enter the United States, I got notifications. So basically now we, I have to be uh, on alert during the weekend as well because they are expediting cases. So during the weekend, I need to check my emails and things like that to make sure if, as soon as case is approved and schedule, let's say, to arrivals in Chicago to approve such a case and get ready. We're gonna, that it's gonna be shut up. Usually, typically, we do have a average about two weeks uh, to prepare for case, uh, two, three weeks notification, and we start preparing. For, for such a case from Afghanistan, uh, it's going to be really short, maybe four or five days. We have to be ready for to welcome them. Well, and I know that you have a wonderful network of partners and supporters, and so hopefully uh, they will be ready at the ready to uh, support you when you do get those that short notice that people are arriving and they need help. Um, can you share with our audience what is the best way for them to contact your department to offer assistance um, for Afghan refugees and for all refugees that come here needing help? Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we, we, we have a lot of opportunities here, volunteer opportunities for refugees, a lot of needs uh, to provide tutoring services for, for, for children, for parents to practice English, to be family mentor, to donate uh, money uh, for the families to help them with uh, when they have a, such a hard time and supplement their rent and things like that. So you could uh, always uh, reach out to us and donate via uh, reaching out to Catholic Charities, www.catholiccharities.net, or you could uh, call uh, Brother uh, Joe or in his office phone, 312-655-7096, or his uh, cell phone number, uh, or yes, office number, 312-655-7096. Uh, we are located at 4823 North Kenmore Avenue in Chicago, and you could call me on my my office number 312-655-7856. 
Wonderful. That's really important, vital information, Alma. Thank you so much for sharing that today. I just want to say that uh, I've had the blessing of, of knowing you for several years now, and you really are such a tremendous gift in the lives of the refugees who come to Catholic Charities uh, seeking assistance. Um, you have a remarkable ability to show clients great empathy and compassion while challenging them to put the past behind them and gain the confidence and the optimism to build a happier life ahead. Thank you so much for being here today and reminding us all of the need to support refugees like those who are our current clients in this program. And we, and we join with you in, in uh, saying a prayer and wishing all the best to the Afghan refugees in particular right now. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you Alma. So uh, we invite everyone to join us again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman wishing you a very happy and healthy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.